The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. As I mentioned, uh, a pair of Edmontonians uh, has launched a zero waste market. They're going to hope that's increasing your interest in eco friendly shopping uh, replenish officially opened its doors on january 4th and it's a it's a weekend only pop-up store and it features locally made products biodegradable personal items like toothbrushes and cotton swabs and bulk refills of household liquids like shampoo conditioner and dish soap uh, di- dish soap joining me this afternoon is megan law she is the co-founder of replenish zero waste market Hi, Megan. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, thank you for joining me. And I, I want to say that um, I, this first kind of came onto my radar because a friend of mine on Facebook had um, posted a, a link to uh, the market and she was talking about how her family was very much trying to limit um, uh, limit their use of plastics, that sort of thing. And she thought that this was an absolutely great idea. So I'm curious, Megan, where you came came up with this idea? You know, honestly, I think the big inspiration for Replenish was just taking a look at the waste I was creating personally. Uh, once you kind of open your eyes to it, it's it's hard to look away, and it almost feels a little bit silly to be consuming so much plastic and wasteful. Oh, right. So, you know, g- give us an idea. What was jumping out at you when you, when you kind of took that moment and, and looked around? What did you think? Oh, my God, holy crap. I'm, I'm, I'm going through a lot of stuff here. I mean, what's what's shocking about it is really just the sheer amount when you open your fridge and maybe you bought yourself a you know a single-use plastic salad. That's mm. a clamshell that can't be recycled. Or anytime you go to eat fast food, there's plastic involved there. Um, buying fruits and vegetables wrapped in plastic. You know, th- there's a lot more than we like to think there is. I start to think of, and I had had written down a list before we before we started talking, and I started thinking about uh, things like the single-use plastic bags or, you know, um, even mm-hmm. straws. I think about shampoo bottles, that sort of thing. And and you just, you, you, for a long time, we just haven't thought about it. We just haven't thought about where it's going, what's happening to it. We just throw it in the garbage and think, ah, someone else will deal with it. Yeah, I agree with that. I think... Um Definitely, we're kind of a single-use society, a disposable society, and, you know, with that overconsumption for so many years, we we really considered the convenience and not the cost. So Uh I'm happy that tides are changing. Okay, so, um, you know, offering up these uh, zero-waste refill options, give people an idea of what they can get at Replenish. For sure, yeah. Uh, In terms of bulk refill, we have available shampoo, conditioner, body wash, lotion, uh, toothpaste, mouthwash. And for your home, we've got laundry soap, dish soap, all-purpose cleaner, and glass cleaner. And we hope to have more. So I'm guessing some people are going to say, part of the problem is is that I really like my brand and I don't think that they're going to have it. Is this just kind of like a a, a one-option only? For the time being, yes. I mean, we do put a lot of research into our brands and we try and pick things that are not only ethical and sustainable, but also things that work well, things that smell good. 
Um, and as we grow and as the movement grows, we do hope to be able to reach out to some larger uh, suppliers, and I mean, as well as local, uh, and provide um, some more options. Okay, some more options. Now, right now, this is just operating as a, as a weekend pop-up, right? That's correct. Because you both have full-time jobs. <laughs> That's correct, yes. <laughs> well, good for you for taking this on. And, uh, you know, what has the reaction been so far, Megan? It's absolutely overwhelming. Really? I'm so proud of Edmonton and Edmontonians for really not only embracing the movement, but also stepping up and embracing another small business. You know, it's very humbling. Uh, and uh, we really appreciate it. I, well, you know, and I, because I, I, as I said, I know some people who are who are, are doing things. Um, I know other people, like in my family, I really had to do a reality check this morning thinking, what are we doing? And to be honest with you, we're not doing that much. And I think there's a lot of people, yeah, don't slap my wrist. I'll, I'll do it myself. <laughs> but yeah. I, think, I think a lot of people think it's going to be really, really Really hard. What do you think the biggest hurdle is for people to get started down this road? I think if you're considering changing your whole lifestyle, then you know you're probably thinking too big. Uh, zero waste to me really is more aspirational uh, than it is a real lifestyle. I think the best thing you can do is start small and choose one or two items or processes in your home uh, that you know to be wasteful that jump out to you. Start there, make new habits, and once they're really formed and solidified, you can move on and try something else. Okay, so Replenish runs from 12 to 5, weekends at 9803 47th Avenue Northwest. Is there anything that people need to know about uh, what to do, how the process works? Yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of people do come in a little bit curious about buying in bulk. Uh, so one thing that's really important is we highly recommend that people bring their own containers from home. Uh, we do have some available in store, but in terms of sustainability, it's best to use what you have. Uh, so when you do come in, you'll go ahead and weigh your containers. We've got a little dry erase there. You can write down the weight. Then you go ahead and fill with your product, bring it to us. We'll reduce the weight of your container, so you're only paying for the product, mm -hmm. and you're good to go. So cost-wise, is, uh, is it equal? Is it more? Is it less than buying in the store? For the time being, I, you know, I have to admit it is slightly more. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the companies that we get our products from are really trying to kind of hit every mark. So not only is it a bulk refill, it's also biodegradable, cruelty-free, mm. uh, pesticide-free kind of thing. And when you try and hit all those marks, there is a cost to production. Um, we do hope that over time, as this movement becomes more popular, that that does reduce the overall cost for us and for the consumer. Um, where do you think that this is going to go? Do you, do, you, do you believe that this is uh, the way of the future? Do you believe that Edmontonians are going to buy into this? At the end of the day, I do believe it because it is necessity. Uh, when you look at where our earth is right now mm. and, and how our consumption has been, we have overconsumed to the point that you know, at this point in the year, you know, January, we're probably close to already having um, used so many resources that they're not going to be replaced. Uh. So it is necessity. And I do believe that Edmontonians will take a good hard look um, at themselves and their city and hopefully make a good choice. Before I let you go, I know, as I mentioned, it's only uh, operating as a weekend pop-up right now, but I'm guessing eventually down the road, you'd like a, a brick-and-mortar place and a, and a, and a full-time operation. Yes, that is certainly the hope, but uh, that hinges on our success and the willingness of our city to kind of embrace this new idea. So we're excited to see what the future holds.
Megan Law joining me this afternoon. Best of luck, Megan. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much. Okay, Megan Law, one of the co-founders of Replenish Zero Waste Market. What do you think about this at 780-496-0063? Again, Replenish uh, runs from 12 to 5 on weekends only right now at 9803 47th Avenue Northwest. So you can go in, take your own bottles in there, get your shampoo, get your conditioner, get your, your house cleaning items now, again, you're not going to have the choice that you would have if you're going to Safeway or Save On or whatever it is. But is this something that you're thinking about? Is it something that you're doing in your family? Are you recycling at all in your family? I know. So my, 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 my brother and my, my sister-in-law, my mom, my dad, my step-parents, they all live in Sault Ste. Marie. And, and I'm not talking on this front. I'm just talking about garbage. Garbage in Sault Ste. Marie, it's limited. Like you're allowed to have like one or two uh, garbage bags a week and everything has to be separated. And in and, and the city, this, this little city of 85,000 made it very easy for that to happen. And, you know, when I'm at my brother's place, when I'm at Jeff's place, you know, okay, well, the bottles go there, the plastics go there, we can only do this. So it, it, you're almost forced into doing it, but, but, but it became a very easy way of life for them. And um, I know we're, we're just not doing it. You know, we take all of our, our, our soda can, our pop cans, uh, we do take them back to the to the, the bottle depot or whatever that is. I don't know where they go after that. I know that I get uh, some money back from it. I'm not sure if I'm ready to go and just use a one-stop shopping shampoo or conditioner on my hair or soap. Um, you know, if you get used to certain things and cleaning products in your house. But I know that there are things that we could do better at my place. Um, I, you know, I, I talk about even the bags that you use for grocery shopping. We have a boatload of, you know, the, the Safeway plastic bags. And I think that's going to be changing here in the next year or so. There's something changing with that. Um, and, and I'm wondering if, you know, forcing us into doing that is the is the best way to do it. What are you doing at your house? 780-496-0063. Some of your comments coming in this afternoon says, sounds to me based on what you said you do or don't, Jay, like forcing is the only way. Maybe in my, in my world it is, I, although I'm becoming more and more aware uh, of this. AMFM, hey, AMFM, always great to hear from you. It says I reuse and recycle as much as I can, but the manufacturers are not cooperating. Replenish for me at present, it would not be a good fit. All the liquids they offer in bulk, you can't drink or do not use in horrendous quantities. My household goes through milk by the barrel, not available in glass bottles not available in bulk refill. We go through cereal by the box. Uh, there's no place to bring a box and load up with lots of cereal. Well, again, this isn't necessarily like food. This is, you know, we're starting with shampoos and soaps and, you know, dish soap and, you know, that sort of thing. But I, but I get what you're saying. Do you remember, and CBG, you, I, I don't think that you would remember it because I don't think you were born at the time. Okay. But 
when bulk shopping, when bulk products were kind of all the rage back, I think it was probably the late 70s, early 80s. You don't remember that? No. You know, you go to some of the grocery stores now and you see the bulk bins? Yes. At one point, that was huge. They're so icky. You don't, like, you don't like it? No, like especially things with raisins, they're permanently <laughs> sealed shut. It's just, oh, I can't imagine that being a popular trend. It, it was. Wait, it was. Uh, Alan's on the phone this afternoon, wants to talk recycling. Hey, Alan, what are you doing at your place? Well, uh, actually, for the last uh, probably 20 years, we've got a 7 by 4 uh, yard uh, recycler, like in our yard for grass and stuff. Yeah. We've got the uh, black... Um, wet uh for you know eggshells and yes and all stuff and uh we've separated all the plastics bottles the cardboard take that all in we have uh we buy in bulk um and we reuse the same shampoo bottles all the time we just have uh we just buy the bigger size and and uh so that cuts it down as well oh wow did you, so you just have to buy a bigger a bigger shampoo instead of buying one you buy Maybe you buy two, uh, a large one that's maybe 10 bucks. Yeah. Like at Costco, and then you just refill that. So you, you said you started this about 20 years ago. It's just become a part of your life now. It's just, it's lifestyle. This is what you do. We have one kitchen catcher, uh, Glad kitchen catcher, and our th- two bathrooms and kitchen go into that for the week. And wow. one, one garbage can. Wow. And you know what's sad? You know what's really sad? What? Somebody moved in about uh, six months ago across the alley from me. They have, uh, no, I'm not lying, anywhere from 13 to 20 green garbage bags full every week. Oh, my gosh. What are they doing at their place? Well, that's what I would like to know. But anyways. Oh, well, I would I, 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 I mentioned to the, to the, to the uh, garbage collector that maybe, maybe the foreman, should be, you know, told to come out to places like this because I don't know how, how are they going to adapt to these bins mm. if that's the way they are? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're going to toss this garbage everywhere. Hmm. That's we have to that's be something else. I, I think it's a, I think the operators as they go around doing their normal collection should tick some boxes on some addresses and then have their foreman come out and at least try to tell the people that there's going to be change coming here. Yeah, take a look and see what's going on. Alan, I appreciate the phone call. Thanks for this. Jason, hi. Hi there. Uh, it's, I have an idea. It's related to recycling, but it's not really about recycling. Okay. Uh, it, it's something I noticed this time of year when we use up a lot of washer fluid, and there are a lot of washer fluid jugs, plastic dirt that are being thrown out, and I don't think they get recycled, so I think they end up in the garbage. Okay. So w- what if Let's say new gas stations that are being built. What if instead of having those for sale, you have the gas pump and the diesel right next to it and an extra nozzle for washer fluid. So when you're paying for your gas, you're also pumping in your washer fluid from a nozzle and then you, you pay the whole thing in one transaction and there's no bottle required. Jason, that is a fantastic, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, and if just imagine how many bottles we're not going to be putting in the garbage bin or in the landfill. That you know, and plus the convenience of it, just one transaction, and off you go. You get your gas and your washer fluid in the same pump. Oh, that's a that's a fantastic idea. Oh my gosh, you need to like patent that right now because all of us are going to go uh, do it and think we can make some money on it. Thanks for the call, Jason. 
thank you. That was that's a re- that's a really good idea. It's a, it's a great idea, and I was uh, meaning to ask the first caller before he hung up uh, if simply buying things like shampoo in such large quantities of bulk yeah. uh, is out of convenience or out of consideration for the environment because you might not think it, but mostly the things that are the most convenient to us are also eco-friendly. Mm. Like, it would be so much easier to just fill your washer fluid right then and Absolutely. there and not have to worry about transferring from A to B, get the funnel, all that stuff. If you buy shampoo, I do this, you're set for like eight months. <laughs> you don't ever have to think about it again. It's the same product, right? You just need to handle the bottle. It's, yeah. it's really heavy at first, and you have to maybe use two yeah. hands yeah, and all yeah. that. But mostly the things that are the most convenient for us as people in terms of getting on with our days are eco-friendly. Military Jim on the phone. Hey. Hey. What are you doing, you know, at, what are you doing at your place? Well, <laughs> I, I, what sparked my phone call was discussion with bulk food bins and people going and buying bulk food, right? To yeah. Save and recycle. Well, more than once, I have seen people walking through and sampling all the bins. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ew. <laughs> oh, come like, on. You know, and, and now they've got signs at, at superstores saying no sampling. Yeah. They're still doing it. Yeah, well, you know, people still do it. They go buy the grapes or the cherries in the in the in the in the fruit se- section, and they 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 pull a couple off there. And they go through everything and handle everything, and I'm like, okay. You know? I don't want I don't want your mucky hands in the raisins. I worked in <laughs> produce for a couple years uh, before I got into radio, and cherries was always the worst because people would feel just like grapes. You can pick them up and sample yeah. them, but then they just put the pits. Like oh, that's back gross. on the displays, oh. and so you'll be like walking through the meat oh. department, and at the bottom oh. of some of those coolers, you'll have maybe a half dozen cherry pits. Well, the worst one I saw was one day it was pretzels or something, you know, a snack food in one of the big bins, and this lady came along, flipped it open, and was just taking her hand and running it through, and ugh. then got a handful out, you know, and walked away. No, ugh. Like, ugh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway. Jim, thanks for the call. <laughs> Take care. That's military Jim calling. He, you're, the story about the cherry pits reminds me of my great aunt Rita. And this is a kind of a different story. My great aunt Rita was frugal. Uh, many would say that she was cheap. When she passed away, there was money. And, and, and her, her and my uncle... Um, they were well off, but and and obviously because they were probably frugal the, the whole time, okay, whatever that's a it is, right? It, yeah. Um, but uh, when when she passed away, my uncle Harry died first. When 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 she passed away, there was money found stashed all over the house, in the freezer, in coat pockets, you name it. But again, I think that's a that's a maybe an older person thing as yeah. well. But when she went to buy cherries at the grocery store, she would remove the stems. She refused to pay the the the, the few pennies, the one and three whatever quarter it is. cents for the stems. That's how frugal she was.